When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Serie A Chronicles is a Maya Chronicles production. Welcome to the Serie A Chronicles Q&A episode. This is the episode where you send in your questions and we try to deliver all the answers, hopefully the ones that you're looking for. I'm Ina Rizuki, and as always, I'm joined by Nikki Bandini. And we've got some really interesting ones. It was quite hard to, to, to pick, but we've also got one that we hadn't noticed and uh, decided to insert last minute. But How are you, Nikki? Are you ready for the first question? I'm so ready. I'm here with my big book of answers, all of the answers it says on the front end, and I'm opening it up to the relevant pages. So let's let's give them some answers. So now it looks like we're cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you didn't think we just came up with this stuff from the top of our heads, did you? We've got a big book of answers. No, I'm so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Um, Actually, the first question is one we sort of answered in the main podcast from Mm. Tuesday. But this is going in a little bit further. So Eric, who is a Chronicles Tifosi Patreon member, he asks, what is your take on Gosens to Inter Milan? And will Perisic extend his contract? Now, we've answered the Gosens part, unless you have anything extra to say. Um, but I'm also interested to, say, to to hear your thoughts on Perisage. Yeah, so in the main podcast this week, we talked quite a lot about Gersons. I'm a, I'm a huge fan, clearly a very attacking player. Um, interesting, actually, I suppose, when you talk about Perisic, he spent most of his career as a sort of winger or forward. And I think the one I imagine Gersons in that team, I think, well, he might give them even more goals because he's someone who has hit double figures from the, the fullback position. And and, and I think he's um, brilliant. And you, uh, if you've missed it, um, then go back and download uh, the, the main episode of this week of Sarah Chronicles, because we talked about that quite a lot. So as Mina says, just to focus on Ivan Perisic, I think it's a really um, fascinating sort of point in his 
career right now. I'm actually just quickly, I am cheating in my big book of answers known as the internet, just double checking his age actually, because uh, um, I have a, a rough idea, but I don't know the exact, it's 32 now. So yes, 32. 32. Um, Mina didn't need the big book of answers, she already knows. Um, but I am, um, yeah, 32 years old. I'm just planning on who my next boyfriend is, I'm joking. <laughs> 32 yeah. years old and um, obviously a World Cup finalist, uh, someone who's had a, a, a brilliant career, has been brilliant, who I think one of those players who reinvented himself under Antonio Conte and, and has been really important actually to Inter since having that big reinvention to play as, as left wing back. But to me, this this really reads as um, almost not dissimilar to the situation different because they haven't got the same longevity in history of the club but not dissimilar to the situation with Juventus and Dybala where um there was sort of this assumption at a certain point that this deal gets done and the player gets what they want and then the club goes out and signs someone who's kind of there to do at least a similar job to you or 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 exactly your job and now all of the power in the contract renegotiation is taken away from Perisic. Perisic is out of contract in this summer. And I think he currently earns, um, it's about 5 million euros a year after tax, which is not the highest wage at Inter, but it's one of the higher ones. It's, he's, a, he's a significant earner, as you would expect with someone with his career behind him. And I think now having signed Gerson's on a cheaper contract, it's very, very hard for Inter to justify in any world, paying Perisic that amount of money. Inter, who of course have been trying to famously, loudly trying to reduce their wage budget uh, since winning the Scudetto to, to come back in, in line with what Sinning can afford to spend and, and to help them adjust for the financial losses they've taken over the last few years, as lots of clubs have taken financial losses over the last few years. So personally, I can't see a way that this contract gets extended now. It's not that Perisic wouldn't extend it Inter. I think he would. And it's not even that Inter don't want him because I think Inter do value him and think he's a good player. But you've again, you've signed someone who does a very similar job, who's a left wing back. Unless you've got a completely different role in mind for Perisic, I, I don't see how this ownership with these prerogatives right now can justify paying him anything like what he's on and I don't think Perisic is about to turn around and say okay I'll take half if Perisic would take half probably they'd keep him but I think Perisic probably at 32 can still aspire to one more really like solid contract especially for how well he's been playing I think he's going to get to play a lot more still this season because of course Gerson's as we talked about on the main podcast arrives injured isn't going to be available right away, might not be fully healthy for a lot of the season. So to me, I suppose there's still one way, which I haven't said, the only way that I can see Perisic really extending his time at Inter in a big way now is if the Gerson's deal doesn't work out, if the injury turns out to have really undermined his game, Inter do still have some outs on that deal. It was a loan deal with a, a, a an obligation to buy that doesn't get triggered until certain things happen in the summer and next season. So Maybe in that scenario he stays, but I think overwhelmingly likely to me now Perisic will find a better offer somewhere else than what Inter can give him while also having Gerson's on the books. Eric, I also pr promised to answer the question, but before I do so, um, can I just have a little bit of a laugh? Um, 
I wish you guys had what or listened to, I don't know, you may have the predecessor to this pod because we didn't always agree, me and Nikki, and we used to have very, very <laughs> big arguments. We still don't always agree. No, but a little bit more because Antonio Conte's left the picture. That was our <laughs> biggest true. point that of contention. That was a big source of disagreement. <laughs> and so I do love how when she started to frame this question, it was alongside of how he rejuvenated his career under Antonio Conte. Failing to mention, of course, that Conte didn't win or didn't want him, so chucked him away, threw him to Bayern, Bayern Munich, in which he won the treble. <laughs> so, to come it's back so and be the source of sacrifice for Antonio Conte, but that is how much Perisic worked. Conte hard squashed for him and then built him back up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he wishes Perisic is somebody's his own man. And it's amazing that he won the treble and still came back to do what it is that Conte wanted him to do. Uh, I think that's actually highly valued at Inter, um, what he did do under Antonio Conte, what he accepted to do from a point of sacrifice, how much of um, experience he still lends Simone Inzaghi's team. Because there are a lot of youngsters there. Obviously, there is Brozovic and there are the wiser heads there. But Perisic is a player who you never need to ever wonder whether he's going to make the right decision. He always makes the right decision. He has all that experience behind him. He has played in different leagues and done different things and always been a man who makes an impact wherever he's gone, whether for the national team or for his club. Now, I agree on so many points in the sense that it is difficult when you've got Gozans because it strips you of your power to really negotiate the deal that you want. And he wants three years. Um, Firstly, the length of the contract is a problem because Inter only want to give two. And, and you'll notice that will be until he's 34. The contract they're offering Brozovic is also until he's 34. So 34 seems to be the age that Inter want to keep players until. And then after that, they want to have the option to think about it. Um, he's on 5 million, you know, 3.5 is about as much as they'll go to. I personally think they would like to keep him, but not have him in a place where he can decide how much it is. So Gosens is a great way to say like, you know, now we're, we're even, this is what we can do. You can accept it or you cannot accept. But I do think that they will try to satisfy him because I do think there's a lot of, especially Beppe Marotta, he has a lot of loyalty to players that he thinks have tried their all. So I don't I don't know. I think he's actually going to stay. Um, but it will be him having to give up certain things that he probably wanted before and thought he could get. Whereas now it's a case of we have different options. You know, we do have problems there. He's a clever man, and so he's very happy where he is in Milan and always has been, actually. So maybe not when Icardi was there, but anyway, that's a different topic. <laughs> um, so I think the case is, is he'll assess his options going forward and which teams actually can present him with a project that he likes in a city he wants to live in. That is important. But otherwise, I do think that they will find an agreement and he'll end up staying in Inter. But but it will be for two years. I doubt it will be for anything more. Interesting. Should we go Interesting, on to the different next question? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. It's us arguing. See, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. It's not, it's, not, it's not an emotive enough topic for us to get into a real argument, but different ideas. Um, so the next question was from um, Misak. Oh, I'm really sorry because I think I've already butchered your name once, Misak. But Misak uh, Ulikiem who is one of our Chronicles Tifosi uh, Patreon members, um, who actually messaged us twice, Mina. Uh, Misak messaged the first time with a question asking, 
uh, about Nanda's signing for Juventus. And at the time of recording, it's now looking like Nanda, Nahida Nandes will not sign for Juventus. And Misak uh, was eager enough to know our thoughts on uh, Nandes that he messaged with an adjusted question asking with current rumours pointing that Juventus will not sign Nandes, what will they lose by not signing him? Was it wrong not to sign him? And what grade would we give Juventus for their current transfer window? Well, I mean, Italian media have given Juventus the title of queen of the transfer market because I think it's important that obviously they brought in Vlaovic and that gives them a huge, you know, A, grade A+. plus. But it's also being able to raise money for the sales of Gulisevsky and Bentancourt and hopefully getting Ramsey, well, at least a lot of his wages off the books. And I think that's been something that's been tough for Juventus. You can't rebuild if you can't get rid of the players that you no longer want or no longer fit a tactical plan. So finding destinations for these players and bringing in, you know, Dennis Zakaria as, um, sorry, Zakaria, I think that's how you say it, is a plus. I mean, the player has been injured. Um, and he has struggled at times to, you, you can still see he's been a little bit traumatized by that big injury he suffered in 2020. And there have been question marks on whether he can recover that. Manchester United sent scouts to watch Dennis. Um, and they they had actually opined that he hadn't gotten over his injury and they were scared to invest in him. But Juventus see a lot of potential in him and therefore decided to go for that. So you can start to see the idea and the tactical idea coming into place. And because of that, because of his presence, because of the defensive security that he gives you, bringing in Vlaovic, somebody who responds to the fact that they're not having shots on target against Minan, like Nikki had mentioned in the main show, something that hasn't actually happened for Juve since 2019. It's, you know, they've obviously addressed certain inadequacies. Nandes is a player they've always wanted, but it was always going to be tricky. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that Cagliari want a big enough amount of money that allows them to invest in the market and also pay back because they, whatever percent there's a certain percentage that they have to pay Boca his his previous team um, because that was the agreement when they took Nandes. Nandes wants to leave Cagliari, which is the unfortunate thing about it all. So no one's very happy there because they they're not he's not getting the amounts or or the let's say, the offers that they want him to get in order for them to allow him to go. He wants to leave because he's just like, just let me go. So I think there's like, it's a disconnect there. Um, but he is a, a wonderful player. And I do think that what they've lost is somebody who's a keen runner, who covers a lot of ground. Allegri loves these types of players. Um, and I do think that for Juventus, when you look at them on the whole, you you know, they are sloppy in possession, but you don't see a great deal of action. It just seems all very slow, all very laborious and, and, and tedious to watch sometimes. And when you put Dennis Zakaria and then you put in, you know, a counter-attacking players in the sense of Morata, Vlaovic is all pace and who's all, sorry, power and strength. And then potentially with the pace of Nandez, someone who progresses the ball, somebody who potentially can also help in getting Dybala to stay in his position up top and create something on, a, on an attacking level, it would have been great to have. He's a man who's in perpetual motion. He gives a lot. He's great in progressing the ball. He covers so much ground. I've always been such a fan of his, but I don't think that we get to see that very often now with Cagliari. 
Um, I don't think he's necessarily happy to be there. I don't think that the tactics suit him or the way that Cagliari plays their football allows him to show what he can really do. Once upon a time under Moran, they were a lot more of an attacking team. Now they're just a defense first. Let's, you know, let's close down the hatches and make sure that no one can get through us. So it's very, very boring. Um, so I don't know. I mean, they've lost a lot. But I do think that especially Gatti is, is a player for the future, for their defense, uh, something that they're really keen to do on just in case they lose De Ligt because he is obviously under the management of Mino Raiola and that's always a little bit scary. So I'm frankly obsessed with it. I'm so happy with what Juventus have done, mainly to just raise money, to keep it all balanced, get you know some great players in in terms of Laovic. It's just wonderful. I don't need anything else, frankly speaking. He is just such an exceptional talent and to have brought him in despite how much competition was there is is wonderful. But it's about whether or not this all works out for them because, you know, like Nikki said, we were so excited when Kulusevsky arrived and then he didn't really send necessarily work out. I was excited when Arthur worked and came in, hasn't necessarily worked out. So let's see what happens. All I care about is that Locatelli's talent shines through. And I hope somewhere in the middle of all of this, there's enough balance to allow Locatelli to play his perfect role. Yeah, I, I think that's an important point, Mina, sort of raises that always when we give out transfer market grades, it's a little speculative because I don't yeah. think Vlahovic is going to be a flop, but he could be. It could be that in a year's time, we're talking about what was everyone thinking? We were all so wrong about him. He obviously was just a... Uh, a one-trick pony who, think that. who was brilliant at feeling too. Look, I don't expect that to happen. I, I think Vlahovic is the real deal. I think he's going to be very, very good. But I think that collectively, the world of transfer market observers has been wrong plenty of times before, right? Did everyone think, even if some of us thought, wow, it's a lot of money, did everyone think that Usman Dembele was going to be at the flop that he's been at, at Barcelona? Did everyone think that Joao Felix was going to be, um, I don't even call him a flop, he's an injured lot, but did everyone not have higher expectations for Joao Felix when he went to Atletico? We don't know the future. We have our... our, our or Lukaku at Chelsea. Or Lukaku at Chelsea. It's a, great, it's a great point. And to bring it back to Serie A and someone who, who did so well initially. Um, we don't know until it happens. Um, but my, my feeling right now is that it's an A-plus for Juventus because they signed the player that they wanted the player that a lot of us didn't think they could afford and they did it while balancing the books by moving on two players who they haven't been uh, getting great um, performances from at profits at really good prices at prices above what I think they would have accepted if you sort of put them in a corner and said look we can get these players off the books for you for a smaller amount guaranteed I think a week ago I would have thought yeah they'll do it and They've done it for, for for good money. So I think on on paper it's it's an A plus. I think I really like the Vlavi signing. I really like the Zakaria signing. I, I I think that hopefully it's better for the players as well. But I definitely like from Juventus' point of view saying goodbye to um to, to Kulisevsky and, and Ben Tanker and and potentially Ramsey. We are recording at an awkward time, so I don't actually know if I can say that yet. But um I um I think it's an A plus. As Fernandez, I think he's um uh, an incredibly sort of selfless player. I think when you look at the different positions he's played in just this season, he's been used absolutely yeah. like all over the map. He's a team player, he's a selfless player. He's got that um, I thing I've heard referred to before, the Uruguayan Garacharua, the sort of, um, that literally means claw, but like that sort of, um, I guess, just very 
grounded, hard work ethic that is sort of very cliche to say it, but sort of stereotypically believed to be one of the great assets of Uruguayan football, that, that, that willingness to, to, to put yourself at the service of the team. I um I think if he um I think he's he's a player who I'd like to see make a, a step forward in his career and I'll be fascinated to see it when it does happen. Um but Juventus have done their businesses this January and, and I guess they've they've hit the players that that they were most going for. So they can't feel too bad about missing out on that one. No. And oh, Juventus love Uruguayan, so it is a shame. But hopefully there's still summertime, so we don't know. And thank the Lord for Paratici and uh, his uh, seemingly desire to spend cash. <laughs> okay, let's move on. On to the third question. This is from El Principe in Canada. That is, uh, that is the name that he wants to go by. So from now on, Nikki, I'm Principessa. <laughs> not because oh, I'm going to marry a principe, but just... <laughs> um, life is beautiful with Isabella. Um, but actually, oh, because because yeah. it's an L at the front, I wonder if it's principe rather than principe. I don't know. I oh. could be wrong. Just I'm, you know, I'm just speculating. Anyway, uh, could be a Melito fan. He is a Melito fan from Canada, and he asks, "What do you make of reports of Dybala being keen on a Liverpool move?" Is Dybala keen on any move? Anyway, <laughs> seems they are interested in him. And financially, these PL clubs, Premier League clubs, can afford him as a luxury signing, regardless of injury concerns. Hmm. What do you think? Dybala to Liverpool. <laughs> what do I make of the reports? Um, I, I slightly make of the reports that I will believe that Dybala wants a Premier League move when I see it, given that he has quite actively put the brakes on a couple of <laughs> Premier League moves before. Um, we've talked about this in, in recent yes. episodes of the podcast. Uh, he he was sold to Manchester United and said, no, actually, I don't fancy it. He's had a similar situation with Tottenham, everything lined up and decided he didn't fancy it. And um, that's been his position so far. Now, everything uh, can change over time. People's Ideas can change over time. And frankly, Dybala's hand is close to being forced because as we talk right now, he does not have a contract uh, for next season at Juventus. And we will see whether or not something moves on that front, I'm sure, in the next few weeks now that Juventus have gone out and signed Vlavic. It feels like the club now has really strengthened its hand. And mm. I don't think... Means... I love them for it. <laughs> I love I... them for it. I don't think it means that Juventus necessarily are are not going to re-sign him. I think that Juventus might go back to Dybala now and say, look, you don't hold the whip hand here anymore. We've got our, our superstar, but if you want to be part of this project at the right price, we can talk. We want you to stay, yeah. I think that's going to be Juventus' position. I don't think Juventus' position is going to be off you trot. I think they'd still like to keep him, but they're not willing to be bullied. And now they can feel like they don't really even have less position to do that. So Dybala might end up staying at Juventus. But look, if he wants to have an experience somewhere else, I think he can have it. I can't speak specifically to Liverpool and whether or not that's the club that would do it. But Premier League clubs certainly could afford him. Liverpool could afford him in theory. And I think it would be fascinating, honestly, as a, as a spectator. I'm not... Uh, 
as someone who covers Italian football, you always feel a little bit of sadness when a talented footballer leaves a division because you think, gosh, that someone is going somewhere else who we won't get to cover anymore. But as a neutral observer of football, I, I'd quite like to see Dybala somewhere completely different and see yeah. what it looks like. Because his talent is not in doubt for me. His talent is is there, is is evident in the way that he plays football. He's a he's a technically superior footballer. He just is. He can do things that a lot of footballers can't do. But um luxury signing is is probably a an interesting way of putting it that you've used there uh, at Principe. I think I agree with you. He is a bit of a a luxury signing. And maybe it, the best fit for him would be a club that can afford to, to take that gamble a bit. My my counterpoint to that with Liverpool is I feel like when you've got such a crowded room in effect, like a busy room for strikers or for forwards, you need to have a strong character to stand out in that group and to get on the pitch. Otherwise you're going to end up just getting lost in the background. And I would worry for him that that he might end up getting lost in the mix somewhere like that. But um We'll see. Honestly, instinctively, I, I think that's not a move that will happen. I don't think he, if he seeks out a new challenge, I don't think that's the one it would be. I think he'll seek out a challenge where he goes in knowing that he gets to be the man. Um, I think he'll feel at this point in his career, rightly or wrongly, I think that the narrative in his head is that he has never been given that clear run at being the man at Juventus because Higuain came in, now Vlaovic is coming in, there's always been someone coming in. I'm not saying that's the objective truth, Mina. I can see you rolling your eyes at me. But I think that's... Yeah, because someone has to hand him that role, you know, because he's not, he's not supposed to work for it or try to be it. He has to just wait patiently until someone says, you're the star, because that's how it works in football. <laughs> well, I mean, again, that's not that's not me saying that. It's me saying that. It's what I think. No, that's I how know. I think he feels. And and I'll let you take it. That's the annoying player. thing about him. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the annoying thing about him is that he does wait for someone to be like, all right, you know, like he's got people like Del Piero, who's like, you know, you're the guy that takes over for me. And and Dybala says, yeah, I'd really like to stay there until, you know, until I retire. Juventus is my team. And you think, oh, wow, such loyalty. But you don't get that feeling with Dybala. You get the feeling of fear, of, of, of trying something else, fear that it won't work out. And he's got like a cushy life in, in Juventus and a cushy life in Turin. And he knows everyone, he understands everyone, and he's beloved by everyone. So it's a great great idea for him to stay and he is a talented footballer and again I agree with you that has never been in doubt and take away all the injury concerns what worries me with well actually it doesn't worry me what fascinated me with this is that it was Liverpool um, Liverpool is rock and roll it's club it's dynamic fast football it's about winning your duels it's it's about you know it, it, it's the kind of football I associate more to Federico Chiesa. Um, it's the mm. kind of football that I would see, you know, a different Juventus player going. But Dybala for me is more like, you know, your orchestra, your Leeds player, you know, like Bielsa, maybe somebody under Bielsa, somebody under Manchester City, perhaps more. Um, he is, you know, he's the guy who wants the ball at his feet all the time. He... He will go back to the, he will retreat. Like we said, we were laughing about friends, like keep going back to try to get the ball, you know? So I don't understand how that works in mm. Liverpool that always look ahead. So uh, especially with Klopp, like Klopp for me would, 
would oh god he would really enjoy Chiesa wouldn't he mm. <laughs> but I, I just don't know what he would do even Tiago Alcantara who's somebody who likes possession he's still a very forward thinking midfielder you know so I just I'm not entirely sure how deep I'm not saying Dybal is a backward thinking but he's just he's a different type of player he is a mm. more thoughtful player and I just don't know if that works with the tactics that Liverpool want to do Physically, of course, he's had problems in Serie A. That doesn't mean that that's going to be an issue. That's into thought that Coutinho wasn't physical enough for Serie A, but he was marvellous when it came to him and in his career in Liverpool. So that's not to say that. I just think that for me, when I think of Dybala, I think of more Spain, if that was going to be an alternate destination. Um, I think he would do better under a coach like Xavi, for example, or you know somewhere in Sevilla under Lopetegui. I don't see him in in like an all action type of squad. But yes, I do agree. Juventus actually want to keep him. They do really like him, much to my dismay of of trying to like, you know, I I I do want to keep him. It's not that I want him to go. I just want it to be under Juve's terms. And I think signing Vlaovic is now under Juve's terms. And it's interesting because, you know, I think that was the plan all ahead. I think for a while there, they were like willing to do this deal because they genuinely didn't think they were going to do anything in, in January. And then the situation started to sort of become a little bit more realistic of potentially missing out on top four and nothing is changing and, and interests are, are superior and, and are we going to be left behind? And what does that do for our reputation going forward? And then everything just got ripped up. Like, let's try to think ahead. Let's spend the money that we have. It's only 70 million, but let's spend it on lavish. Let's see whether or not we can make this deal. And just say to Dybala at the end, we'll sort of see how much money is left. But 10 million is way too much for any Serie A team to pay. Quite honestly, anyone right now, you know, especially teams that are like needing cash injections from ownership or looking for new ways to like cut down on wages. It's just too, it's too much. They've done a good job in getting rid of some of those bodies, but it, there still needs to be much, much more action taken. They, they know that, you, that he wants to stay at Juve. They know that. And, and I think that he doesn't want to start over. It's a bit like once you've just gone into a long relationship with a woman, you don't want to have to like start over and meet someone else. You'll just be like, she's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm continuing on my romantic theme. <laughs> Mina is continuing to get you ready for Valentine's Day all through <laughs> this uh, week of podcasting. So we hope you enjoyed this Chronicles Q&A. We hope most of all that you are on top of your Valentine's Day planning. Some of us don't have to plan, but those of you that do, um, we hope that you've got your chicken wings orders sorted out and uh, are not making the wrong uh, priorities uh, or, or settling, frankly. Mina just advocated for settling there, which uh, I, I think is, I'm sure, not what she really meant uh, just to say. Does your other half listen, Mina? I'm just going to carry on. I'm not going to uh, carry on with that too much. Um, yeah, sure. so. I say this to him in, in his face. He's quite used to me by now. <laughs> He's got an interbed spread. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I'm not sure he's worthy of much more. <laughs> Mina, she is messing. I love him, really. Yeah, she is messing. Um, she knows. Um, I hope that it comes across that we're messing, guys. We mess around a lot. I'm sure you know that. By yeah, now. we, we are joking, honestly. Check out our new website where there are no interbed spreads. Bed spreads. At seriachronicles.com, you won't find into um, 
Fedra of any kind, but you will find all our episodes. You'll find our reviews. You can contact us there and you can find the link to become a Chronicles Tifosa on Patreon and get ex- access to exclusive podcast episodes and um, bonus content, which we're um, planning. Do let us know, as we keep saying, if there's content that you are interested in for that. Please continue to get your questions in for the Seriacron pod Q and A uh, episodes like this one with the hashtag Chronicles Q and A on Twitter or by email or send us a voice message via our website, which is very exciting. And um, our Chronicles Tifoso in the wealth of benefits they get, uh, definitely get extra um, VIP lane uh, with their Q and A questions as well. Just so you know, find both of us on Twitter at Nikki Bandini at Mina Rizuki subscribe to our YouTube channel for clips of the show. We'd love it if you're enjoying the content there, if you could drop us a subscribe and a like as well, because those things really do help us out a lot. And it doesn't cost anything either, which is amazing. And finally, uh, please do leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. As Mina says, as long as you're going to be nice. And (laughs) that's all from us. And we'll be back next week when we will be back with actual City Air games that would have happened again, including a Milan derby. So we've got lots to look forward to. See, like in theory, this was definitely a short episode in my head, but I bet we end up going just the same like this always. All of these topics, I'm like, we could talk about this for a while. (laughs) We always do this now. If we start now, let's try to aim for four maximum, right? right? let's do it. You and me, Mina, it's on us. Okay. Come on, baby. (laughs) Is that all right, Mina? I feel like I may have pushed that too far. No, I loved it. I loved it. No, I thought it was really funny. I don't care exploiting my personal life. Okay. All right. I don't want want to make you embarrassed. I don't want to embarrass your poor partner. (laughs) Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.